Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to Test Tube Baby. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining along. And if you're an OG Test Tube Baby listener, I'm looking at you. You're a bloody legend. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, now, remember, you can share the podcast. You can tag us in your Instagram stories. We will reshare if we're efficient and we double check our messages because we've got quite bad at doing that, haven't we? Never mind. So sorry. <laughs> we'll get back to you eventually. Um, but yeah, you can even send like a little cheeky link to somebody who's on a TTC journey too because uh, we'd love to spread the word and meet new people or indeed someone who's not on a uh, trying to conceive or IVF journey we have quite a few listeners who don't want to get pregnant right now at all and yet just for whatever reason find us quite entertaining we cover quite a broad range of subjects so I mm. think we appeal to everyone like yeah. if you're into men's waxing for example <laughs> send over an early episode do you reckon there are a lot of people that are like into men's waxing I don't know. It's quite a niche subject, isn't it? Oh, it's very niche. But then so is infertility and IVF. Not as niche as when's when's when's, when's maxing. maxing. <laughs> Goodness when, gracious. When is maxing? <laughs> I don't know what it is. You're due a when's max. Uh, anyway, my name is Miranda Burns, and over there, the proud owner of a dad mobile is Tristan Hall. Oh. <laughs> Yes. I, yes. I'm trying to work out when the last episode went up. Did you have the car? I did. Yeah, I did. You did, but you, you're now like a kind of dad mobile aficionado. aficionado oh, it's too early in the morning. Aficionado. 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 Jesus, I'm so sorry, right, everyone. Right. Maybe it's aficionado. You've put a seed of doubt in my mind as to which one it is. It's like when somebody can't pronounce a word and they do it over and over, and then you forget how to pronounce it as well, and then you're just stuck in a rut. Whatever it is, I'm it. Yeah, you're really good at it now. You're a little bit nervous at first because it's quite a big car and it was quite difficult to park, but you smashed it. I will. I'm fine parking it. It's the parallel park that got me. Mm. And we live. We live in Winchester, which is a lot of very small streets, so it's not an easy feat to park a car. A normal, a small car. Never mind a slightly bigger one. Yeah, but. I'm doing fine, getting on well with it. And we're going to have um, our car seat soon, aren't we? Oh, we are, we are. We, we've been putting up polls on our Instagram because we're trying to decide between, uh, what is, is it, what's it called? It's like a essential grey, which is blue. It's blue. Um, and like a, a dark kind of emeraldy green. With like a sagey green interior bit. Yeah. 
and we can't decide. Like, to the point that me and Miranda are so torn that we were like, right, let's just put it out to the masses, to the world, and we can get them to decide. It was a landslide victory for the green on Miranda's. It's been a reasonable victory for the green on mine, but we're still not decided. I know. Maybe we should just go for green. What? What? The thing is, I like the blue because I feel like it's inoffensive. It's neutral. Like if she throws up and it's white, it's it's a light blue, so it's not going to show the stains. But everybody seems to love the green. But then at the same time, didn't the black? beat the green yeah the black did beat the green in the original poll but we're not going with black because we've been told by quite a few people adamantly don't do black so actually maybe we don't trust the masses because they're getting it wrong anyway oh that's a good point yeah uh, well hopefully by this time next week um we'll know which color we want to go with if you follow us on instagram i'm so sorry that we keep asking your opinion on this but we're just really indecisive uh, anyway if you're new to our podcast family in testy baby we chat through all things ivf and our current pregnancy which as it stands as of well the, the day that this podcast is going out into the world 35 weeks 35 weeks. I actually uh, know a girl with endo who gave birth at 35 weeks. Just putting that out there. Uh, in true Tristan and Miranda style, there'll be a whole lot of tangents, more than one euphemism, and inevitably we'll expose and embarrass ourselves. I can't speak today. I keep slurring my words. You've been ill last week, haven't you? Oh, I have. Oh, there we go. That's why. This, this is actually the first time I've been on microphone for about five days. I can already hear it in my throat. Yeah, you don't sound well. Yeah, I've been really poorly, actually. So we were worried it was Rona L COVID, but I did uh, four lateral flows and a PCR, and they all came back negative, so it wasn't that. But I just had the worst cough and head cold, didn't I? I was just, like, coughing my guts up. It was horrible. I felt very sorry for Squid. You sound like you smoke 30 a day. I know. <laughs> I didn't even put that on there. Like, the coughs have been, like, bonkers. I've yeah. never had anything like it. I know. I've, I. It's been horrible. I actually, I spent Tuesday and Wednesday... Just asleep. I didn't... Horizontal. Yeah. And it was funny is because we've got a bed basically up in Tristan's office now in his studio workspace, which I know sounds odd, but it's in preparation for my mum to come and stay when Squidge arrives. And I basically kind of camped up out there because I was like, well, I want to be near Tris. I want to keep him company. I didn't keep him company because I fell asleep. And Tristan was editing videos and audio and playing music out into the room. I slept through the whole thing. That's how poorly I was. Not the one. Anyway, we're talking about a different kind of poorly in today's episode. Because today's episode is all about endometriosis in pregnancy. It's a requested topic. Um, and I actually, I did a QA and a on my Instagram over the weekend, Miranda.Burns. Uh, and it came up so many times. People are always asking, how are your symptoms? What's endo like in pregnancy? And I don't blame them because they're... There is so little information out there. It is infuriating. If you Google endometriosis and pregnancy, most of the time what comes up is endometriosis and infertility, which makes sense because endo is partly to blame for why we had to have IVF. But it is incredibly frustrating because it just, I don't know, it isolates a group of, of people that have endo and are pregnant and are desperate for some kind of reassurance or, and advice. But no one's studying people with endometriosis who are pregnant. They just don't care. But then again, are they studying many people with endometriosis at all? Probably not. Uh, this is the ongoing issue. So yeah, I, I cannot give medical advice. Obviously, we're not doctors, but I can tell you what my experience has been. So hopefully you get a little bit of comfort and reassurance in that because um, I know that I I've been so worried and desperate for answers and unable to find anything. In the end, I had to message girls with endometriosis who are pregnant and just be like, are you experiencing this too? Uh, because no one had any answers for me. Not even Dr. Google. I guess we start at the beginning 
which would be the first trimester, which now feels really, really long ago. Like, really long ago. How long ago was that? Seven months? Uh, so we're 35 weeks now. First trimester ended at 12 weeks. Bloody hell. So there you go. It was 35 long. minus 12, Miranda. Uh, 23. Well done. So, thank you. Considering that I'm a little bit hazy. You look so well proud done. of me. Well done. Thank so you. So 23 weeks ago. So longer than the first trimester ago. Bloody hell. Almost twice the length of the first trimester ago was the first trimester. Well, say that again. So two tri- So two trimesters. So, right. Tri- first trimester is 12 weeks. Yeah. 12 times 2 is? 24. How many weeks ago was the, 12 tri- the, the first trimester? <laughs> 23. So I pretty see. much two first trimesters ago was the first trimester. Oh, my goodness. That's a tongue twister if ever I heard one. And there was maths involved. Well, then you, you're, you're much more on it than I am. Uh, yeah, okay. So it was. It was ages ago. Um, and I take myself back. Do you remember I was in constant pain with, like, bloating and stretching? And yep. Yeah. I felt like my uterus was going to explode. Like, no exaggeration. I was in so much pain. I would finish the radio show, and I would come back, and I'd, I'd, I'd just lie on the sofa, and I knew that I had to make dinner or something, and I, I couldn't bring myself to get up. I just couldn't. I would just lie to the point where I wouldn't even readjust my position because I'd find a position that was sort of comfortable and then be scared to move because I knew it was going to make it worse. Um, I don't know if other people without endometriosis experience that kind of pain in early pregnancy because I only know my own existence and what I went through. Um, But I wonder if it was linked to like adenomyosis or something. I don't know. It it just, it really felt like my, my womb was ripping apart it was so painful it would ache it would feel like it was splitting um yeah I I can't tell you if that's normal (laughs) because I only know my own normal but that was my experience of it and it was pretty grim I was grateful when that finally kind of let up a little bit however once it let up something else took its place which is uh, always the way these things go isn't it um because I then started getting pains in my right side which we're pretty sure are like scar tissue and adhesions that are stretching it was over your lap scars, wasn't it? Yeah. Like near that side. So that would kind of make sense. And think about when you had your first lap and all that your consultant had to do inside to make you kind of almost back to as close like, to what normal is yeah. inside. It took a lot. So there's a lot of stuff that's happened in there during that first lap and obviously then the second lap. And you also had undiagnosed appendicitis for years yeah, as a child. Yeah, that got and removed. Yeah. You had so much stuff going on inside you. I'm not surprised you're in bloody pain. <laughs> yeah, it was awful actually because it would it would be okay. I'd wake up in the morning, it'd be fine. Um, and then we'd decide to go for a walk to go and get a coffee or something in Winchester. Um, and I could probably manage about 100 metres and the pain would start up in my right side and it felt like I was, it felt like I pulled a muscle really badly. And every step I took, breaths, laughing, it would just aggravate it. Um, and so we would just have to stop and stand still. And we actually, we went to an air show, which we might have, I think we have, I think we have mentioned that on this podcast before. Um, but we went to an air show, which required a lot of walking to get to the place where you sit to watch the planes. And we had to take breaks. I, I just had to sit on a bench. I was that person. I was like, I'm so sorry. I cannot walk any further. I had to sit still, um, wait like 15, 20 minutes, let the pain pass a bit. Well, not pass, but, you know, just get manageable. And then I'd carry on my little my little journey. Um, and I know for a fact that that is linked to endo because I, for the reasons that Tristan just said. Now, obviously, if you haven't had many issues on your right side, you might not have right side pain. But if you've had issues on your left side, then you might have left side pain. So... Anyway, that was not fun. 
Nausea and fatigue are another two things that I really struggle with. And there's a slightly more gray area because obviously when you're pregnant, you get tired and you feel sick. It is just part and parcel of being pregnant, I suppose. Um, so it's difficult to say if it is endo related. So all I can kind of go off of is how I felt before my pregnancy and then how I felt during. Uh, it's pretty much exactly the same. So I suspect... Well, I don't know, actually. I was trying to get all scientific then, but it's really it's really difficult to say. I mean, my nausea did get worse, obviously. I was throwing up. I had morning sickness. Did you know they're starting a campaign to get rid of the phrase morning sickness? Why? Because they feel like it's a disservice to people that actually r- genuinely suffer with serious uh, nausea and pregnancy because it doesn't just happen in the morning. No, yours was like early afternoon. Yeah, it? exactly. Never, never the evening. No. no. The evenings were all right for you. Evenings were all right. It was never morning either. It was usually about like one o'clock. Yeah. I'd have to lie in bed. Which is about the sort of time you'd be getting ready to go for work. It was terrible. So oh, it was so bad. It wasn't very practical for you, was it? I nearly threw up on air once. Actually twice, I think that happened. I remember. Oh, that was close. That wa- that was too close for comfort. Yeah. Poor Dave. Well, he didn't know. I hid it from him. But it nearly happened. Anyway, he escaped that. Um, but yeah, weird one with the nausea because I always struggle with nausea. So I, I couldn't I couldn't really say. Um, the other thing, fatigue, again, yeah, like you get really tired in pregnancy. Your body is building a baby. It is inevitable that you're going to need more naps and feel sleepy. Um, so I'm not sure on that one. Did it go away though? Absolutely not. People are like, oh, but it will go when you get pregnant. You know, it will cure those symptoms. Well, it didn't go. It's still very much there. Anyway, so that's kind of like the first trimester. Second trimester, um, that was very much focused on the scar tissue issue. <laughs> the scar tissue issue. Uh, sorry, that wasn't even funny. Trish is just looking at me, rolling, shaking his head. <gasps> I'm sorry, everybody. Um, but yeah, we're now in the third trimester. Um, and I think from about 34-ish weeks, I've started having what feels like, I don't know, like semi-constant period pains, just like deep aching down there. I think this is pregnancy related. I think this is very much my body being like, right, yo, we're going to push a baby out soon. We're getting ready. So that's what I'm putting that down to. Um, But I think things like bladder sensitivity have been a little bit worse. I realize I'm I'm rattling through my symptoms, but I feel as though when I was sort of pregnant in the earlier stages, I would have been absolutely desperate for someone to just sit down and say to me, oh yeah, these are all the endo problems that I still don't have or have gotten worse. Um, So I'm, I'm treating it a little bit like, a checklist I hope you'll forgive me um but yeah bladder sensitivity has been as bad as it would when I'm not pregnant haven't had any bleeding though that's one thing I will say I have not had any bleeding um I kind of expected to have bleeding I kind of expected things would be sort of splitting and what's not inside and that might happen but it hasn't again like I said at the beginning of this I am no doctor um so yeah I mean that's that's kind of where we're at does pregnancy cure endometriosis absolutely not um has it made me feel like a new woman absolutely not am I suspecting that when I am no longer pregnant I go back to exactly where I started yes because I feel like I've never really left the spot so that that is the answer to the question how have my endometriosis symptoms been during pregnancy basically Exactly the same, bar the fact that obviously I've not been having periods. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I think it would be nice to do a little general update as well about how our weekend has been. Obviously, if you're listening to this in the future, this is absolutely no longer relevant. Um, but over here in the UK and across the world, I suppose, it's been Halloween, hasn't I, it? I know. Yeah. Did we dress up? Nope. Oh. I feel like we missed the trick dressing up, though. I know. Because you're heavily pregnant. What was it you wanted to do? Was it an avocado? Yeah, said? I wanted to be an avocado. You suggested I was a carrot. Well, I was like, well, you need to also be some kind of veg or salad item. And you're quite tall and you're quite slim. So I was like, well, just paint you orange. You can be a carrot. But I don't feel like carrot and avocado go together in like a costume or any sense, to be honest. Well, then I suggested a cucumber, but I feel like it would be harder to dress up as a cucumber. You just long and green. But that, yeah, exactly. You're just long and green. At least with a carrot, you've got like a green top and an orange body. Everyone knows you're a carrot. Yeah, with a cucumber, you just look like a... I don't know, a caterpillar maybe, but <laughs> I then I was said, doing you a blessing. True, true. Well, I thought, why don't I go as a fork? Oh, yeah, to go on. So, like, smash avocado on, on toast. Ay. So we just need a bit of toast. Squidge could be the toast. Oh, my gosh. Squ- no, Squidge is the avocado stone. Oh. Well, she's not even involved in the smash avocado on toast. We throw her in the bin. That's oh, sad. my God. That's really sad. Yeah. Oh, maybe we wouldn't do Or that. we recycle her and make her into a brand new avocado. <gasps> yeah, oh my goodness, we could grow Which her. Which is an absolute ball. Like, have you ever seen how you make an avocado? Well, make do an avocado? <laughs> how you like, grow an avocado? <laughs> you have to like suspend it in water and let it germinate. Do you have odd. to put little cocktail sticks through it? Yeah, it's really weird. It's like a lot of effort. I don't know how avocados are still around as a, as a fruit. Yeah, I know. They also don't really taste of anything, do they? I yeah, mean, they're very bland. I'm going to look. I like avocado, okay? If you told me I'd never eat one again, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Really? Yeah, I don't really get the hype. The only thing I really like with avocado is I do like a prawn cocktail with some avocado, a bit of lettuce, cucumber, a little bit of marrow rose sauce, you know, some prawns. I enjoy that. But I feel like I've 
often been in the supermarket with you and you've gone and bought avocados. Well, I did used to make a banging smoothie. So uh, so your smoothie wasn't it was it? a smoothie, wasn't it? It was a smoothie. Let me just tell you my smoothie recipe really quickly. So it was avocado, pineapple, spinach, and orange juice. Really, really simple. So good. And because the avocado is full of all the healthy fats. See, now I sound like an avocado fan. You I'm do. S- I'm selling See? it to people. Oh, no. Maybe I do like avocados. Anyway, we didn't have time. We we were not organised. And like I said, I've been ill. So we didn't get round to doing a Halloween costume for Squidge. I saw one pregnant lady um, who painted her tummy red like a balloon and then had her friend kneel next to her as the clown from It. You know, like that like holds the balloon. And what was she, she just not dressed normally above? Normally with just a red tummy. Oh. Do you not like that? I thought that was quite well, creative. No, it was creative, but you're just kind of forcing the costume onto someone else. You're just painting your own tummy red. That's a good point, actually. You get off very easily. Yeah. You're not doing much. Exactly. You just paint your own tummy red. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. So, thanks so for clarifying easy. that. It is, it is very easy. Well, we can't, we can't say anything. We did nothing. We, but do you know what? We didn't even carve a pumpkin. What did we Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Okay, right. Let's, let's describe what's happened here. We bought a pumpkin. Yeah, we did. We were in Yorkshire. Um, because Squidge was the size of a pumpkin. It was like, that's fun. Uh, that was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So then we came home and every supermarket you went into, there were loads of pumpkins. Even over like, so obviously Halloween was Sunday. Friday, Saturday, pumpkins everywhere. Happy days, everyone's okay. Sunday, we come to buy our pumpkin to carve it. And there's not a pumpkin in sight. They've all gone. They've all gone. I will say that pumpkins arrive in shops incredibly early. Yeah. In huge quantities. And no one is buying pumpkins that early. It's a good point. Where did they all go? Well, I think it's like a mad rush. So I don't know why they don't just hold the stock until Halloween and like the eve before and then put it all out. In Preach which case, it. they get bought and people like us aren't left with a butternut squash. <laughs> Which is what we had to do. We went for the most pumpkin. I thought about a watermelon, but then I realised that carving a watermelon might be a little bit more difficult. Be yeah. lovely, it'd be tasty. Oh, I'd love be great. that. But we decided on a butternut squash. Um, it was either that or a sweet potato, and I thought that sweet potato was a little bit too. It doesn't have the the structural integrity, integrity of a butternut squash, which is similar to that of a of a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. But we did realise yesterday. A butternut squash is very solid inside. Yeah, it's, it's got, it's probably got, a, I don't know, a whole, a hole's worth the size of like an egg maybe where there are seeds that you can scoop yeah. out. Everything else is just solid butternut squash. So originally we had planned on making this lantern out of a butternut squash and we, what's our reason? Oh, it started to get dark. That was it. So it started to get dark. We mm-hmm. made a roast and we were like, oh, we need to put something outside to show trick-or-treaters that we're, we're here for it. So Miranda got a Sharpie and created her own design on the outside of this butternut squash with two eyes and an open like <gasps> mouth, like a shocked <gasps> mouth. And then the word boo. Do you know what? It looked really cute. It did look adorable. I was quite proud of it. I then finished my roast and stepped in. Wait, you've missed out a really important thing that happened in between those two things. Um, We had some trick-or-treaters come and laugh at our butternut squash. So I think Tris then felt really emasculated. So he scooped it up from outside the front of the house and said, we're sorting this now. (laughs) Because the trick-or-treaters mocked him. I thought he looked adorable, but whatever. Um, And then Tris got out his power drill. So go on, now you take take back over. Well, that was the only thing I could use that would give us any sort of design because with a pumpkin right you have lovely little pumpkin carving knives or you do it like 
with quite thin little knives, and it's easy to do because pumpkins, although they're quite solid, once you've got the inside out, there's not a lot to them, so yeah. you can carve them. And it's a it's a big canvas. Yeah, butternut, butternut squash, squash was not. Oh, it's so small. So I had to cut this thing in half because there's no way I was going to hollow out the top like you would do a pumpkin. It's never going to happen. So I had to cut it in half, remove all of these seeds, I guess like a handful of seeds that there was because there's nothing else in there. <laughs> And then begin creating the design. So I used drill bits to make like the same sort of face with the two eyes and the open mouth. <gasps> Pop, popped a candle inside, carved out the back of it, stuck it back together with some toothpicks. Pops your uncle. And yeah, Bob's your uncle. Put it outside. It looked great. It did look great. We'll too. put it up on yeah. our Instagram. We will. It held its own actually. It 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 like you you had to blue tack it to the windowsill. I yes, true. Because it's I, quite small. It was really small. But I was I, on that point. I would say. The, the smaller the pumpkin, the better with our house. We live in a terraced house on a little road in Winchester. There's not a lot of curb space. There's not a lot of pavement space in front of our house. There's not really a ledge you could put anything on apart from the ledge by the window, which uh, is narrow enough for a butternut squash. Ah, uh, but too narrow for a pumpkin. Exactly. So I would say that we've actually done the best we could with what we've got here in our house. It was very blue Peter, wasn't it? It was. I will also say that it looks like the pumpkin's got a skin condition. Um, I say the pumpkin, the butternut squash, because I realised that Miranda had drawn all over this thing and I was like, I need to fix this. Mm. So I tried to do the old hand sanitizer trick that gets rid of Sharpie. Just I saying. didn't even know that was a thing. But I think it kind of seeped into the, the skin of the squash. Saturated. So we, oh, it's still outside, by the way. I just realised. Is it's it? Still oh my God, butternut squash guy, come back. God, uh, and so I had to like use a peeler and remove its skin, which looked a bit weird from the outside. But I was like, it's fine. Once you've got the light inside, you won't realise because it'll be dark. I then realised that when you remove the skin, it takes away quite a lot of that layer. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, there are like these weird bright patches and it looks very unwell. just failed so hard we didn't do a costume we didn't buy a pumpkin or at least we bought a pumpkin too early and then we had to carve a button that squash it was a humble offering but we did have trick-or-treaters we did and we didn't have too many that there isn't chocolate left over that's the best thing how many your parents have what was it oh apparently my parents had over 40 trick-or-treaters what the hell they do live on a busy road but even so over 40 my mum said they um they used to pull the chocolate they used to pull the sweets and then the trick-or-treaters were still coming. So they had to go into my sister's cake. Um, like, I didn't even know what it would be. They go, hoard. Yeah. Her, well, that makes her sound like she hoards cakes. She doesn't hoard cakes. I think she probably bought herself some nice little cakes from the shop. You know, part of the food shop, little treat for the week ahead. And they had to give the cakes to the trick-or-treaters because there was nothing left. Apparently she wasn't best pleased. Um, but yeah, they were very popular. We only got three. But three. Good, I'll take three. Maybe they were scared of the butternut squash. Perhaps it's quite scary, but I think <laughs> it's terrifying for the wrong reasons. I would say that in terms of trick or treating, I don't know what it's like elsewhere, but I think like between five and ten is like the average amount you'd expect. Like for me growing up, and then obviously last night we had a few groups. I don't know what it's like in America mm. because America is like the home of Halloween, right? They love the they love it. It's, it's their bread and butter, as it were. They, yeah. It's their favorite holiday. They have so many holidays. I don't know why they need more, but I would love to do, do Thanksgiving. 
Why? Because it's a warm obsession for Christmas and you just get to eat loads of food, but you don't have the expense of buying presents for people. Of all the American holidays, I think I'd like to do Halloween because they do it biggest. Yeah, true. I think Christmas here is big, right? Christmas here is massive. It's going to be massive in America as well. Yeah. Halloween will never be as big here as as it is in the US. Why is that? They love a holiday, though. Holiday. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. They are now. But, like, I, I think out there... They're just, I mean, they're everything. They'll celebrate everything, which I love. So I wonder if in America, if we're saying we had like four trick-or-treaters, they're like, ha! I had 152. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, are they thinking that? Because I, I, as a child, never trick-or-treated. I think this is really sad. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I don't think you have. That is my... So you know people play Never Have I Ever? Oh, yeah. So where you go, Never Have I Ever, and then, like, say something that's got a bit, a bit, little bit, you know, racy, perhaps, or something that's a little bit close to the line. I often go in there with Never Have I Ever trick-or-treated, because everyone has, apart from me. So I'm always that one person who's never trick-or-treated, and people did, are shocked. Did your sisters trick-or-treat? I think so. Why did you not? I just what I don't understand. I don't understand either. But yeah, I never took a treat in my life. Oh, and you're too old to do it now. People think you're weird. That's why I'm looking forward to Squidge. Oh, it was really cute. This little girl trick or treated at our house, and she was so small. And she's like, "Happy Halloween!" I don't know why she's American. <laughs> Happy Halloween! And her dad was stood behind, like, "Hi, hi, thank you, thank you so much. Have a lovely evening." And I was like, "Oh, Daddy daughter bonding time. That will be you and Squidge. So cute." <laughs> So we're going to keep this one a little bit shorter than normal because Miranda is struggling already and she's got a radio show to do today. I actually got told off, not told off by my midwife, but she was like, Miranda, you're heavily pregnant. You need to rest. So I've learned my lesson. So I think that's it for today. If you like what you heard, the best way to support us is to leave a review, share with your friends, family, parents, guardians, butternut squash, (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns. And don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my god, we need to rescue him from outside. I'm amazed he wasn't stolen. I mean, he's such a prize. Everybody would want to keep him. Um, But yeah, please do follow us over on Instagram and share far and wide. Uh, You can see our faces, Miranda.Burns, Tristan.Hall, and TestTubeBabyPod. Pod. For podcast. Love you. Love you. What, what happened then? I don't know. I think it was my fault. I think I started speaking when I yeah, wasn't supposed you, to speak. You've, you've, you've felt that there. I should go back to bed. Yeah. Okay, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.